Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 6, 6.01 p.m. and a chilly 50 it's degrees. It's a bit billy out there. It is a bit billy on this fine Tuesday, February 19th here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio and to all those listening online at camp.arizona.edu, as well as any of our podcasting platforms. I'm your host, Brody Dryden, here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good afternoon, Wildcat. It, it is crazy. It is brazy today, Brody. It's Billy. It's bold. And uh, there's Bang Gang outside. It's <laughs> bull, bull. It's just bull. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's ridiculous. What did you say the temperature was again, Brody? Uh, 50 on the 50. Dot. Oh, my goodness. 19 degrees. Way too cold. But we'll get there someday. We will. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. We Lots do. going on in the sports world. Uh, we also maybe need to have some pre-production meetings. Yeah, we really do. Shows. We honestly do. But, we end up talking about uh, rooster watches <laughs> and, and stuff when we should be talking about how we run this show. But we're here now, so yeah. let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. would like to uh, give a quick shout out to our call-in question of the day that still only a few people have ever participated in. Um, Arizona basketball, the, the program is obviously in turmoil. Um, we're talking on the court issues right now. So if you well, want to, I mean, a little yeah, bit of well, yeah, but just in, in terms of the um, on air question of the day, uh, the question is what will fix Arizona basketball's woes? So, you know, every, everyone. You know, Drake, has their Drake, own, Drake would fix the woes. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, uh, everyone has their own idea of what would make this uh, program better. So it may, maybe even if it is off the court issues, call in. Let us know. The number here at Camp Student Radio is five two zero six two one five eight zero six. That's five two zero six two one five eight zero six. If you want to call in and call in, you know, join in on the conversation for absolutely anything. Uh, that we talk about so far, but we got to start off with some somber news. Eric, legendary head coach of um, the Arizona Wildcats for 24 seasons, Lute Olson, uh, unfortunately had a minor stroke. Oh my goodness, over. I was so afraid. Yes, I thought you were going to tell me that he died. And I oh just no, right. no, I was no, like, he is he is safe. Lute Olson is fine. But he, uh, so, did you not hear about this? Well, news? I heard about the stroke, but the yeah. way you were setting up, I thought. Oh, he, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't mean to set it up uh, that, that badly, but. Um, uh, suffered a minor stroke over the weekend, so obviously legendary U of A coach, he somebody a who, who holds a place in each of our hearts. Ah. Uh, so we wish nothing but the best for Lute. I, I remember the man in his, uh, in his prime at the Lute Olsen basketball yep. camp. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. The man was putting up jumpers, putting us all to shame. Yeah, that, 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 was, that, that was a lot of fun, though. It, the good old Lute Olsen basketball camp. It's camps. a crying shame. But I'm sure, you know, Lute Olsen, he's, a, he's got the stamina of a younger man. You know? Yes, he like, sure he, does. He always pulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really <laughs> these, does. These companions <laughs> who are like 40 years old. So Lute Olsen might be a, a rough around the edges, but he's got the strength. He, he's, he's a young chap at heart. Right? And other places. <laughs> yeah, but nothing but respect, nothing but prayers for uh, Lute Olsen here on Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show, as well as everyone um, here at Camp Student Radio. But nonetheless, we'll dive right into the rest of sports news. Uh, starting right here on campus, Arizona basketball. I it, phew, seven games now in a I, row. I cannot recall the last time we have 
I, I can remember us losing. You know, we've had some the Russ Pennell, Kevin O'Neill days were yeah. not the greatest. No. Um, but I have never seen a skid like this yeah. that I can recall. Seven games, and, and Wildcat fans, let's just uh, go over what some of these uh, some of these L's have been to. It's kind of actually absurd. So, yep. um, started off, you know, we all knew what the season was going to be. USC and UCLA both at their place, tough tough places to play. Yeah. You know, so you take those two first two L's. It's like, all right, we can bounce back, get us back to McHale, mm-hmm. where we've been so legendary. Correct me if I'm wrong. Before we hadn't lost a game at McHale. Yeah. Let alone a back to back game in like. Like almost a decade. Like, yeah. actually, I'm not even using hyperbole there. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we come back at ASU. Great game. Um, overtime game. And then we're not able to pull it out. So that one stings a little. But, okay, it's like, all right, those are three uh, road trip games. Let's yeah. get us back to McHale. Yeah. Of course it would be Washington, though. Yeah. A heated rival. I would say right behind ASU in the Pac-12. They yeah. always seem to have our number. So we lose that. Well, at that point, we're at one, two, three. We're at four-game losing streak, and people are starting to lose their minds. Yep. But it's okay, right? Washington State's coming into yeah. McHale. It's Washington State. It's they're, Washington they're, they're, they're butt State. cheeks. They they're are, butt they cheeks. are literal butt cheeks. Clay Thompson doesn't even send them any money for recruiting. Yeah. But anyways, we take an L, <laughs> 69 to 55. Washington State just didn't just beat us. They beat us perfectly. Yeah. 69 to 55 <laughs> at home. Yeah. Garbage. Absolute garbage. That's why I'm like, Miller, I, oh, wow, wow. you are really on some stuff. Like, that's when I kind of lost a little bit of faith. It's like, because not only disregard all the, the, the ex- off-the-court issues, he like lost the heart of his players. Yeah. Like if you can if your players are scoring 55 points against Washington State. Yeah. You're not getting up for that game and that's what really alarmed me. Yeah. And then from there, you know, and then, and then again uh, away games at Utah at Colorado, yeah. which are always tough. Yeah, road, Larry Kostoviak is yeah. a great coach. You are like you yeah. might be Larry Kostoviak's son. I I, I, I love Larry Kostoviak. Yeah, he, he's he such a, a legend. He he signed a quick story about Larry Kostoviak. Um I don't know if I've already I probably have already told you this Eric. But he, he used to play in the NBA. He was just like, you know, he bounced around. Backup um, center. Yeah. And I, I, I'm i a big basketball, baseball, football, like, trading card guy, all right? I, I collect a lot of those. And uh, I opened, I think it was like a 1979 uh, pack of, of Fleer NBA cards. And right in there, it was right after he got the job. Because he's a pretty new. Well, or well, maybe at the time. Yeah, at yeah. the time he was a pretty new coach. Or when I, you I think card it, trading yeah, peak. Yeah, exactly. I, I see Larry Kostoviak. I was like, this looks nothing like him now he's now he looks like a divorced father of yeah. four or something like that uh no 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 <laughs> he might be yeah, a divorced yeah, yeah. no offense but you know um and so i was like oh that's awesome ne- next thing i know we're arizona is playing utah at home i went to the game i wait by the, the like the only person waiting by the utah bench <laughs> after that game uh that wasn't like family or something of the Utah players. I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, hey, coach, can you sign my card? He comes over. He's the nicest guy ever. He's like, wow, I haven't seen one of these things in decades and stuff. He's the nicest guy ever. We we chit chat. I uh, just about like I was like, oh, he he lost that. Did he game. offer you a scholarship? No, right no, now? he did. He didn't. But he, he was just. I was just like, oh, tough game tonight, huh, coach? He was like, yeah. Uh, maybe next time though. I don't know. Just a, I, just a, a nice a, guy. Gr- nice guy. Great impression from him. And this uh, is what high school Brody. Uh, yeah, probably middle school. Even. Oh my god. Yeah, goodness. it was it was the early bowl cut. Uh, oh, squ- no. Square oh, glass. No. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 roster was a, a lot. Um, not not as deep back then. But yeah, he. I I can see though that Utah Colorado road trip being difficult for us, but. 
you know, it, it's even more difficult with the five-game skid we were already on. That Those last two games are pretty understandable. Yeah. The, so, the Washington State, like, I agree with you, is the inexcusable loss. Yeah. So here's my hot take, Brody. Mm-hmm. Cal is coming to our place yep. on Thursday at 7 p.m. Yep. We will not be at that game. No. My hot take. We are going to lose to the Cal Golden Bears on Thursday oh, at McHale. Good that God. is the hot take. Good God. With the ESPN giving the us e- 95% I, chance that, Exactly. To win. That's how, like, I am not, well, I do have some connections to Cal, but I am not a Cal fan. I think Cal <laughs> is going to really try to just wow. put the proverbial crap cherry on the, on wow. the, on the BS Sunday, wow, so to speak. Yeah, I think they're gonna be like, well, Cal has only won five games. They're like, guys, yeah. we're. It's almost like you know when you're salty playing Madden or 2K, yeah. and you just keep losing and yeah. losing, and it's like, yeah. well, I know I'm not gonna beat you, but let me just be the most like charged cheese baseline cheese um, yeah. opponent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep pausing every five seconds. Yeah. I think that's what Cal is going to be, and that is All my right. hot take. U of A is not going to show up for this game Thursday night, right before spring break. Wow. They're not going to show up. Cal, it's going to be a close one, but Cal's going to come into McHale and give the Wildcats the smacking. Okay. Oh, well, there, there's your hot that take from the end. I had to it, take it, off the jacket. Yeah, it's so hot. Eric is uh, stripping down here in the studio. I don't see it. I don't, I don't buy that. You know, I, and I, it's a lot of me is hoping that um, our, our program doesn't stoop to that level. The, the Cal Golden Bears standing right now are 5-20 and 20 on the season. They haven't won a single Pac-12 game, and, I, and I'd say – you know, quite uh, honestly, like the state of our, you know, program, with both with off-the-court issues and on-the-court issues alike, are kind of in the same um, league as, you yeah. know, being like 0-13, because all that's happened before this seven-game skid kind of put us in this position. But, you know, regardless, I, I'd have to say we got to beat the Golden Bears, especially where at home ESPN knows. They're giving, uh, giving us the 95.8% uh, chance. I respect your opinion. Eric, but I, I just can't I and can't I, agree. And I and I don't want it to happen, yeah, but that's just yeah. like the little the little salt I'm throwing in there, All the right. hot take. Yeah. But we'll see. And then you know, Stanford at home again at or like the thing is our schedule gets easier, but I'm just worried, you know. Mm-hmm. Um a, a nice win out to close out these games, beat ASU at home. Yeah. And then get Nico and Josh Green yeah. in. A Zulu or to Quinte, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Get those guys in there <laughs> as yeah. soon as as soon as possible. Yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, how degrading would it be to go to like if we uh, got an NIT invite? Would, would you be okay with I that? I think we got to take it. I yeah. Mean, I think. And then once we get in the NIT, we got to make waves. Remember when we got in the NIT? Um, it was under Miller, and he just for whatever reason had a down season. I think you know yeah. before Aaron Gordon got here. Yeah. Um, and we got to the NIT as the one seed, and then got bounced in the first round of mm. the NIT. Yeah. The game was at McHale, yeah. and we lost. Be- and-, and for a while, that was the last game that we lost in McHale. Yeah. I, I remember that. Like our streak was years after yeah. that. It was because, against like, like Belmont. Or- some and it was so random, and it was because yeah. like literally all the players were like, I don't give a freak. Yeah. Like, I, I, we're, <laughs> we're playing an NIT game. Like, yeah. But like that's the thing. I feel like that's because you know we got snubbed. Yeah. From the NCAA. Yeah. This is like you never had a shot. Yeah. So it's like you might as well try. Like I still think even though it's the NIT stands are not in the tournament, yeah. it doesn't really. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think like if Ben you, Simmons competed yeah. in the NIT, you know, and and if you honestly, I still think an, an, taking home an NIT chip is still pretty cool. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I don't think 
Would you? Okay, would, I, I don't know the technicalities of this. Would you hang the banner? Like, I would say so. It's still a national championship. Like, okay. Um, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd say that's honestly like comparable to winning the Pac-12 tournament. I would because you. Know, I would say harder. I would say it's be, in between. Because oh, yeah. you know this is uh, you know opponents you haven't seen all exactly. season, where it's like Pac-12. You're expecting every opponent you know like their every move. And so, I believe yeah. that also you know around the Elite Eight and Final Four, mm-hmm. it's like I bet teams still like they're like at that point it's like well we've come this far yeah. might as well get a ring. Yeah. Um and and. And I think we're again. This shows how spoiled we are as Tucsonians. Yeah. Like no. there are D one colleges in like Middlebrook, Wisconsin. I'd have just made up that town. Yeah. That if they get the NIT, they're celebrating like it's dead yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like um, players want to play. So I say yeah. uh, let's make the run. I think. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think we're able to get in the NIT as now. I think we need to win maybe three or four more games out of our last five. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we do that, you know, and end up with what a record of four, like seventeen and thirteen, or maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah. Where what would you seed us in the NIT? In the in the NIT, we'd still be one of the more respectable programs but in there. I, I, not not off of like repertoire. Not yeah, off of, yeah, like, I know. But I, I feel like I I remember that. Yeah, that was no. I was gonna make a, a bad take right there. I'd say we're probably like a two or three. Season. Oh, I think we'd be a six or a seven. I, I well, because remember that that eliminates all teams that make the NCAA tournament. So it's like, we're, I think we're kind of uh, we're yeah. I don't know. I guess that's the. T- I mean, obviously this, but this shows how kind of yeah, depressing yeah, the season yeah, is gone. Yeah, if we're arguing over the <laughs> NIT. Uh, seeds. Yeah, brighter uh, days coming ahead, though. Yeah. So, uh, just a quick reminder: if anyone else out there wants to uh, call in, ask a question, five two zero six two one five eight zero six is the number, and you can uh, solve the problem for for Sean Miller's cats this season. Uh, because our calling question of the day is: what will fix Arizona basketball's woes this season? So, uh, how about we? Even though we uh, kind of discussed, uh, is there any just direct one thing, Eric? That you think you know, if you just could change that at the snap of a finger, like Thanos, yeah. uh, what what would uh, turn the tide for the for the Cats and win, help them win out the rest of the season? I think, uh, well, you, I've been very vocal about this. Yeah, get Alex Barcelo <laughs> the freak out. Yeah, but this is this is also maybe a hot take. Okay, feeling a little toasty, Rody? Yeah, a, a little bit. Sean Miller needs to go. Oh. <laughs> He needs to get out of here. He needs it. Oh, my Lord. Regardless of even before any of this happened, 10 years, the recruits we've had come in here, and we can't – Sam Decker and Frank Kaminsky are the ones closing the gate on us? Come on. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. I granted, you know, the first – I think we were so blown away by his early success, right? He came in, got us to an Elite A in, like, the second year. Yeah. And so I think we were so amazed by that. But that's the thing. He peaked early and has never made that final push. Yeah. And you can – and, like, you know, if you're losing a – and, like, I know you and I both said it, um, and we can pull up old things, mm-hmm. old show recordings. Our lie, like, the way the bracket broke down for us last year was so promising. Like, reg- like not even being Arizona fans, you looked at it and were like – Arizona has maybe one tough game that's winnable, and if yeah. they can, they can make it to the Final Four. Yeah. And you get stomped out by University of Buffalo? Yeah. Like, that Miller was, like, legitimately your best shot. Yeah. Looking at it. And granted, it's March Madness. Who knows? Uh-huh. 
But like we saw it and we were like, oh, I don't yeah. know. And like, cause the one seed I don't think was like it was Virginia, but they were like the least, you know, yeah, dominant one seed. And yeah, we were yeah, what yeah. A, a three or, or a four? Mm-hmm. Three, I think. So yeah, it's like the stars were aligning where it's like we were a low seed and mm-hmm. having to beat all these number ones, and then you lose to Buffalo. I remember I was in Delta Sig chapter. Oh really? We were watching it in Burger, and yeah. I literally I kept waiting. I was like, when's Aiton gonna dominate? When's Trier gonna go on that run? And mm-hmm. it just never came. So. Yeah. Just because of the sample size of work, I say he's got to go. And Arizona is still a desirable destination yeah. for coaches. Yeah. And and that would have made a a significantly easier uh you know year this year with all the allegations yeah. and, and stuff because instead of sitting here, you know, arguing whether you know he'd he'd be fired or or not, it's like how you know is our Final Four going to be vacated and yeah. stuff, and I think we'd be, you know, that would still suck, but we'd be a lot happier arguing yeah. about it. at least we saw um, our team uh, win and whatnot. But we're now about 17 uh, minutes to the hour, so any last uh, hot takes for, for basketball? I, don't know, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of out of them. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, you're right. Well, moving on to uh, the other gender of, of basketball, women's basketball, I uh, uh, shout out to James Lamonis. Uh, freshman, up-and-coming uh, broadcaster and student journalist here uh, involved in student media. We uh, covered the women's basketball game between Arizona and Colorado on Sunday. Uh, Arizona ended up picking the picking up the win there. And uh, Adia Barnes, the coach, uh, it's in her, she's in her third se- season. She's really flipped this Arizona basketball uh a women's basketball team around. They are now seventeen and eight on the season. I, I I just remember we were the laughing stock. I don't know if you we were. We, no, yeah, I do recall. Yeah, yeah, like growing up and stuff. We we have always had a pretty terrible uh, basketball program. We're sitting at seventh in the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 is such a strong. It is a good. Stanford uh, has always been yeah, dominant. Uh, Oregon's actually at the top of the conference uh, this year with a thirteen and one conference record, twenty four and two overall. But you know, I, I, you just gotta show the show respect where it's due. Um, yeah. Uh, Ari McDonald is the is the superstar. She's now up for both um, best shooting guard award in uh, women's basketball this year and best guard uh, overall. So and she's from Arizona. Um, I forget where she's from. Or no, I think she's actually from Washington. Well, no, she plays for Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I was asking. Yeah, no, she plays for Arizona, and she she's electric out there. She she can make always on the fat. If she's on the fast break and she's you know not outnumbered, then she's scoring. And. All right, so bro, this isn't really a hot take. This is more of a, a socially appropriate take. Okay. I will be the first to say I have not always been the biggest proponent of uh, women's basketball. Uh-huh. But I will say the recent NBA's movement, I applaud Adam Silver. I think Adam Silver currently is the greatest, is the best um, commissioner of any of major sports leagues. Yeah. But the initiative he did, I'm not sure if you've seen his commercials, where he's getting these NBA superstars, Hall of Famers, to really, like, vouch for women's basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now when I've seen it, too, and I've seen some of these women play, yeah. I've had a whole new respect, and I am pro-women's pro, basketball. Pro-women's like, basketball. I mean, if there's a football game going on, I'm so going to watch that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. like, you know, if there's nothing better to do and, like, you know, people want to go um, toss a little bit and then mm-hmm. go to a women's basketball game, I would be all for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I, I literally had that same – uh, same feeling uh, because the, this game it, it was a it, it kind of helped Colorado is not a good team right they're at the bottom of the Pac-12 overall 11 14 uh, record but they that's because their star player I want to say or last name was Ferguson I'm sorry I forgot her first name but you know that was kind of that, that was her comeback game the this season what, what's that look 
What? I, I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Ferguson, uh, her her knee, uh, she had a, was out with a really bad knee injury. And uh, oh, so she had to. Stop. What? What? She was out with a knee injury. Yeah, she was out with a knee injury. And her big comeback was this game against Arizona. So it made it a, a really good game, really exciting game. So well, I, I'm glad I, her knee injury did not halt her comeback. Yeah. And it sure it sure didn't. She she played great, and it, it was overall just you know such a such a fun game. Uh, so if there's any anybody out there that you know is on the fence about going to women's basketball games, I'd say do it. I say it's a send lot of fun. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting though, I was listening to James Spears, former camp uh, student uh, radio sports director, who now hosts the uh, local ESPN Tucson afternoon. Wow, really? Hey. Uh, that, that's kind of it's kind of passed down. You know, formerly uh, hosted by Zach Clark, who was also a camp. What the heck? Zach Clark was a camp. Wow. Yeah, he was sports director like four terms ago or five terms ago or something like that. Camp was kind of with the stuff recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's some big shoes to fill. Yeah, very very big shoes to fill. But uh, Justin Spears now hosts. Listening yesterday, he had Adia Barnes, the head coach of women's basketball, um, on. And yesterday was President's Day. Mm -hmm. So on the show, they were doing a President's Draft. Oh, uh, for like who like uh, f- for basketball teams like who what, oh. what who would you we choose? should do this uh, yeah so if uh, all credit to Justin Spears yeah. uh, on this segment but we will kind of see but I would like to or let's do it first Let, let's do it first right. I, I'll get I'll grant you the first okay overall well I mean just at my center spot I feel like this is an easy one I'm taking Abraham Lincoln mm, okay. locking down the center spot was a big gangly man yeah he was so put him at the center spot because I also think he's taller than most yeah. presidents yeah he he was de- I think he was the tallest president yeah. not second is uh, uh current president Donald Trump but I'd say my for my pick now since we're doing this draft style I'm going with Barack Obama dang it I was gonna <laughs> yeah. take Barack Obama because uh, Obama you you see the you see the pictures of him Obama's ball. got I, game he's got game and he, he was always having pickup games at the White House and stuff like that. Like he was injured uh, for a, a, yeah. few, a few days there because he played uh, pickup basketball. He, he he knows how to ball. While yeah. I will give Lincoln the height, um, you know, uh, basketball wasn't invented until like probably like uh, 50, 50 years yeah. after. So yeah. I will say too. That I mean, now you have by far the most athleticism on the team, <laughs> yeah. and there's no way. Like actually, yeah. there's no way. So that being said, uh, I'm gonna take the father of our country just for that. Team captain ability, the that patriotism. leadership to bring it together. George Washington, you are my captain. You are going to be running the point. Uh, he is quite literally the logo, the way Jerry yeah. West is for the country, yeah. uh, for wow. the NBA. Wow. George Washington is the logo. So okay. I got the logo and I got yeah. the, the center. I got the one and the five locked down. All right. Yeah. I, I, I actually, uh, that, that's a great pick right there. I'm going to go with somebody a little, a bit more modern. I, I'm not going to touch on the, uh, you know, way, way back. Uh, Founding father, fathers yet. I'm gonna go with a man who has strategy, a, oh man, a man with a, a good head on his shoulders. Uh, I, I, he'd be more of a player coach. Oh, I think I, I know. He I think I'm Wait. going with Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh, I was not. Oh, I thought you were gonna go FDR. No, I. Uh, this isn't the wheelchair basketball oh league. My god. <laughs> oh my god! I, was that in bad taste? No, I thought uh, it was. Yeah, more. I okay. mean, he had polio. Though, yeah, he, yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't think I'd want him on my basketball yeah. team. <laughs> the man but, had a disease. Yeah. yeah, but Dwight D. Eisenhower. I feel like you know yeah. he's a sm- very smart guy. Military strategy, bring that to the court. So that's I got true. Obama and Eisenhower. That's true. You're gonna be running some good plays out there. Yeah. So well. I've got my center, and I've got my uh, Abe Lincoln, and I've got my leader, uh, and who I think could probably ball pretty well. Like you can win yeah. a war, you can win a basketball yeah. game. I'm gonna with George Washington running the point, but you need that you need that nastiness. You do. You need that. You need the the Dennis Rodman's, the Draymond Greens. Okay. You need that dirt. 
And this oh, present boy. is awful. He's a terrible oh, person. Oh, boy. But give me Andrew Jackson as my, oh, as my enforcer. He's going to be scrappy out there. <laughs> were, have you heard some of these rumors about Andrew? Yeah. And like, really, like, the man yeah. is literally, cha- he, like, challenged or was challenged to, like, 50 duels in yeah. his lifetime. Yeah. And so, he won them all. <laughs> he, like, never, he, he's he never like lost. A, he's like a G. Yeah. He, he's the he, OG he big He made baller. it to the presidency. And, like, I won't get along with all of his terrible, you know, Native yeah. American laws, but, like, yeah. You know, he knows how to keep him out. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah no, he... he so I, he's my enforcer. I, yeah, he'd be like the... the if, if he had a play style, I'd say it's similar to, like, Metal World Peace or something, you know? Yeah, like, he's the but malice like, at the palace. Yeah, he's yeah, causing yeah, the drama. Yeah. But, like, you need that enforcer. Yeah. So I've got, I think... And I'd put him at the four. So yeah. I've got my back court... I mean, my front court locked down. Abe with the, you know, the, the yeah. gangly rim protection. And then Andrew Jackson just yeah. punching in the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. I've got uh, Eisenhower, Obama... You know, I, I, I don't know. I For some reason, I just kind of don't want to mess with, like, the old, really old presidents. Like, I, I'm, I'm only thinking— Yeah, like, I've only oh, done old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who I want to go with next, I, I don't know, might not be the smartest decision. Uh, well, no, yeah, I feel like he's got the charisma. You know, he's got, he'll be the face of our, our team, you know. He, he'll, I, even if he might not be the best player. Also, just like the 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 dad characteristic, I'm going with Ronald Reagan. Whoa! The, yeah, I, is this yeah. prime actor Ronald Reagan, or is this this is this is, uh, all all of these? I'm gonna assume like we'll we'll go with in their presidents. Okay. Oh so, my God! Then yeah. you took Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know everyone else was old too. You know, I so guess. so I I'd say he'd be a a, a young chap. Well then, the, uh, let's speed through these last two. I know. So, yeah, so. yeah. So I'll go quick. So. Washington at the point, Lincoln at the five, Jackson, Andrew Jackson at the mm-hmm. four. You need shooting though. You need yes. and and let's be real. Have you ever seen an ugly shooter? All shooters are pretty attractive. They get yeah. the girls. Yeah. So I think and this man we all know. Oh, from, no, Kyle Corver. Well, he's still a good looking dude, but I guess so. and you know, shooter's gonna shoot. Yeah. So at my two spot who I expect to just be raining oh, threes, John F. Kennedy. You know that man pick. was great, getting in great. and shooting all day, yeah. scoring most of wow. the time. Yeah. So JFK at the two. Great pick right yeah. there. I've got, to, I've got to give you on the, that one. Just uh, go with your last pick. Okay, and then one. my last pick, so I need a small forward, just an all-around can sort of do it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Dang it. Yeah. I shouldn't have let you, you pick. That was my next back pick. To back picks. I gave you back-to-back picks. I, I shouldn't have let you do that. Um, great picks, though. Yeah, All he's right. an overall solid. Yeah. Well, you got to finish your, yeah, your yeah. So, so I got uh, I got Reagan. I got Obama. I got Eisenhower. I got to go old. Um, and you got two back-to-back picks. I, I do have two back-to-back picks. You, you know, I, I think this guy is just going to be the overall um, legend. You know, and I well, this is going to be an older guy, a founding father. I'm going with Thomas Jefferson. Wow. Yeah, All right, no, because like the... th- you can't go wrong. No. Like how how is Thomas Jefferson ever going to do anything? He Hawaii? would fill the seats. Yeah. Such a good marketer. Yeah. At, at least what's socially acceptable for the time, he can't do. He can't do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last pick though, uh, man. Um, I wish we could go with can- if we did like all candidates or something. Uh, ever. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I'm just I'm just gonna throw in. No, 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 no. I'm going hot take, hot take. Hot get, take. Get, get oh ready. Oh boy, oh boy. Last man on my team, Richard Nixon. Whoa! <laughs> are you gonna uh, deflate gate out here? What are yeah, you gonna do? Uh, I, I don't know what's gonna happen. We're, we'll get away from it. Uh, we'll get away with it at first. But um, Richard Nixon's diving for knees out yeah, here. He's all, all I'm saying is the finals has never been vacated for suspicious <laughs> behavior. So if we're going NBA style, Richard Nixon is on the team. Yeah, fair enough. So, Richard Nixon probably pay off some yeah, refs, maybe yeah. win a uh, game or two. Yeah, but I, uh, how I originally 
we've got on this topic. I wasn't even planning on us yeah. actually doing that. Was that was kind of fun. Yeah, also shout out to still uh, not just another ju- shout out to Justin Spears um, over at uh, ESPN Tucson for coming up with that segment. Happy President's Day to, to everybody. He asked Adia Barnes, uh, the women's basketball coach, because they just got done with the segment and she called in. Um, hey, like, what, what, who would be your first pick? She immediately goes, Trump. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Which, I, like, it was, it was, you know, like, you know, they're talking in terms of basketball yeah. and stuff. Like, obviously, I chose, like, Richard wall, Nixon. He's a wall on defense. Yeah, and, and I, it just kind of surprised me, you know. Oh, I, yeah. Like, just, like, oh, with, like, a, you know, controversial sub, sub, yeah. controversial subject right now. Um, but but she kind of went on the um, tone of, like, he, he would just, like, swag out their team and, like, you know, they'd all be pulling up in rolls. He would have, yeah. And, 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 like, new warm-ups. Uh, and new uniforms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. But uh, just an interesting take there. Um, move on to another. Uh, I covered fo- uh, a few Arizona uh, yeah, you softball. You were killing it this weekend. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Eric. I, I covered three Arizona softball games. So if you have any questions about Arizona softball, I, uh, I am here to to answer them. I do have one. How are we looking? We're looking pretty darn good, Eric. All right? Like, like uh, Kenzie Fowler status? You know, um probably not Kenzie Fowler status because we're we're six and four right now. Okay. All right. We we faced some real tough opponents though. We we beat number nineteen Michigan. We lost to number five Florida. Mm. We were ranked number nine. Uh big loss against North Carolina State, which wasn't supposed to happen. Oh man. And then big loss against South Florida in the Hill and Are we still ranked? Um I I don't Thing, or I don't know because the, the we were still ranked number nine and then we lost to South Florida and then to number seven Alabama. Oh. So I assume we dropped like significantly. We're still probably in the top twenty. Yeah, exactly. Like mo- half of our losses have been against like really good teams. But um, Alyssa Palomino, uh, uh, Jesse Harper out there killing the game. Uh, Taylor McQuinlan just uh, she had a. Uh, Two, she pitched two full game, complete wow. games in a row. The first one was against Alabama, which we unfortunately lost. But that was Alabama. Yeah, they're, like they're, they're a powerhouse. Yeah, a powerhouse. Next, uh, next game was against Cal State Fullerton. She had a um, no hitter through more than half the game, uh, and they ended up. She ended up shutting him out in a in a complete game uh, pitching performance. So yeah, keep a, keep a lookout for Arizona softball because they're they're killing the game. This that time. is exciting. That's yeah. exciting stuff. So uh, we can now move on from. Arizona, U of A sports. Uh, how about Eric? You know what time it is. Oh, let me know what time it is. All right, folks, you know what that sound means? That means we have got Brody and Eric's fantastic food review. Local segment and where we meet Brody and I <laughs> and review some local eats right here in the PSU Mart. So, Brody, what do you got for us today? Today, we've got straight from the red and blue market, the chunky chicken sandwich. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> I saw this. I wanted something a, l- a little simple today. I don't know. I don't know. I probably should have tried a little harder, yeah, but I don't know. Right. It's, it's the chunky good. chicken sandwich. It's it looks got good. A, yeah, it's got I'm kind of hungry, too. Yeah. So. I kept it refrigerated, so, you know, it would maintain fresh because it was refrigerated when I bought it. 
to maintain the freshness, so let me rip this. Wow, they're really not wanting people to open up these sandwiches. They really aren't. All right, there we go. So let's do initial impressions. It's on a croissant. That's good. Croissant. Some baby gem lettuce with some nice, looks like Roma tomatoes, and then what looks like a pretty chunky chicken salad yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Because yeah. you know when you get that chicken salad, it's like all mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big no thank you. But this looks like pretty good. Looks like some celery, some red pepper, maybe some pickles. Yep. I'm kind of excited about it. I'll, yep. Let me break the bread, yeah, so yeah, to yeah. speak. You can break the bread. What are your initial my, impressions? My initial impress impressions, I... I mean, it looks interesting. I, I think it was like an un, kind of an unappealing name to me. That's kind of why. I, yeah, and, and it's funny. Chunky. You know, it's funny. They called it a chunky chicken sandwich, which I, I don't think is the most appetizing thing in the world. Yeah, it's kind of falling apart. Okay, no, no problem. Is, is that my side? Yeah, it's your okay. side. Okay, all right. So we'll go in at the same time. Yeah. It smells good. Yeah. I don't like, there's a lot of big tomato on it. Just a warning, I don't like tomato. <laughs> Preface that. Our faces were very close they right were. there. I kind of like that. No. Mm. All right. Our initial taste kind of tastes like what you'd expect mm. when you buy a $4 chunky chicken sandwich from the red and blue market. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Here, let's try a piece of the chicken on its own. No. The independent. I've got to say, I'm more impressed with the croissant than I thought I'd be. Yes, a cold croissant is not always a move. Really? Well, yeah, because, you know, get a little hard, yeah. Like, wouldn't you always prefer a warm bread over a cold bread? Mm -hmm. Like in any? Okay, that chicken on its own is pretty good. All right, so I'm ready to give my review. So, again, oh. you know, me being the food snob and having remembered some of what I've recalled, this is an above-average chicken salad, though, compared mm -hmm. to some other ones that I've had. Mm -hmm. um, so, with that being said, <laughs> um, I would give this, if an average is a 7.5 out of 10, Realistically, 75. The croissant wasn't great. The lettuce isn't that fresh. The tomato isn't that great. But I would eat a bowl of this chicken salad for, like, lunch. Yeah, I would. So I'm going to give it a 7.7. .7. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to be right around in that range, too, because, you know, there's not too oh, much. Crap. <laughs> oh, boy. We, we have a spill on aisle Eric's polo. Um, but I would, I yeah, I'd say... I like I'm eating the chicken. I'm gonna finish yeah, the chicken. Yeah, yeah. Like if this was like there, and I was like hungry, and I'm like, uh, yeah, like I, I'd go and get this moist, good croissant, good texture, good chicken. Not a fan of the big tomatoes, but that's just because I'm not a big tomato guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go a little lower than you actually on, on this one. I'm gonna go seven point four. What if you took off the tomatoes though? If it took it, would, if if we took out the tomatoes, it would probably jump to like a seven point six or something, you know, because I honestly didn't taste the tomato that much. I'm Can I eat good. your chicken then? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. take my chicken. Yeah, Eric's downing it, so oh yeah. God, I like this. Yeah. So, so I'd say that kind of met expectations. It's a it's a croissant yeah. sandwich. Didn't from blow Red me Red away, Red. but something it, solid. It, so yeah, not not, not something to avoid if you're out there, um, you know, looking for a, a solid cheap lunch, chunky chicken sandwich. All right. Oh yeah, for four bucks. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, that'll conclude the chunky chicken sandwich review on uh, that segment of Brody and Eric's fantastic food review. And we'll jump right back into the sports talk. Uh, some NBA stuff has been happening. Uh, the uh, 68th NBA All-Star game occurred. Ooh, it was uh, a doozy, too. Th this past weekend. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting game. Uh, Team LeBron ended up winning uh, against the uh, Team Giannis. Mm -hmm. Um what, what's the score here? I, I don't. I don't have the score. But they ended up winning yeah, by like. And it, 10 well, or it was actually a good game because Team Giannis had a decent. Yeah, lead. it was. I think it was like twenty-two points mm -hmm. or something. And like Team LeBron came back. Yeah, it was kind of impressive. Yeah, no, it, it was. A, I'd say I. 
I, I have I have a take right now. I don't know if it's much of a hot take, but people on uh, social media and stuff, which is just so much of how we consume, you know, sports news and mm-hmm. sports opinion these days, we're just uh, trashing on the NBA All-Star Game, oh, say, saying, you know, the, the NBA All-Star Game is just as boring as the Pro Bowl and the MLB uh, All-Star Game, all this stuff. Like, I don't know what it is, but I think it's like a cool thing for people not to like All-Star Games yeah. now. And it's like... I I just reali- want to be haters. Yeah, like I realize like the Pro Bowl gets kind of boring because you know it's football and you kind of need the hard hitting yeah. and stuff. But it's like don't just hate this because it's also an All Star yeah. game. You know, basketball I I think is one of the few sports that can be enjoyed when it's played extremely casual. Yeah, because like we go to the rec and are not playing yeah. hard and still have fun. Yeah, and there and there can still be exciting games and stuff, and that's be you know, between like twelve year olds and stuff that's stuff like that. So. Yeah, um, screw those guys. I love the All-Star Game. I love all the events, the Rising Stars, the Celebrity Games. Always fun to yeah. see Quavo or Justin Bieber or someone saucing out yeah. there. It was like, oh, man, I never thought you'd be good. Uh, the Slam Dunk, you know, I granted, I agree that, you know, it's not as much fun when you have these random role players. Like, yeah. back in the day when Jordan and Dominique were going at yeah. Vince Carter, like, prime guys. So it's yeah. like, you know, hopefully maybe a Zion Slam Dunk. Like, when Blake Griffin was on the come up, it'd yeah. be nicer to see these major players Mm -hmm. but it's still fun man you're seeing human beings yeah literally spinning in the air yeah like defying gravity for like three four five seconds and slamming a ball and like i think that's just awesome and then the highlights you get to see in an all-star game it's like just stop like you just don't like basketball then yeah like you're just a fair weather fan like exactly annoys me exactly i think it's like uh the the same people who say uh you know they they only watch uh, playoff basketball, yeah. but then once it comes around, they don't actually like watch it or yeah. really ca- care about it that much. It's like you're either a basketball fan or you're not, or or, or you're not. So I, I uh, wholeheartedly agree with you there. Uh, big biggest highlight coming out of the All Star game was that Steph to Giannis, oh, so pretty, bound, beautiful bounce off the hardwood straight into Giannis, who seemed like he jumped out of the gym. And he defied gravity yeah. for a minute. He literally was there, like waiting yeah. for the ball. He beat the ball to the yeah. spot because I don't think that was planned or anything. It was just kind of a spur of the moment. I think he jumped early because he yeah. thought it was going to be he didn't quite understand what yeah. was happening but he just hung up there he had the hang time that pa- we do not give that pass enough credit yeah. like Steph was running didn't he I'm sure he didn't practice it that much yeah. just slammed the ball in like perfectly like yeah. I thought the pass itself was Really good. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, but Giannis is an athletic yeah. freak. Yeah. So he's, it's he's like the Greek freak. I kind of expect him to do something crazy. Mm-hmm. But that pass, like, I guarantee you, we could go to the gym and like not. And but like, I could try to bounce that ball to you a yeah. hundred times, and maybe we get it like five. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's crazy. But I, I kind of like my favorite play was the very last one of the game mm-hmm. when Steph kind of did like uh he bounced the ball again and reversed uh, did a reverse dunk. Really? Yeah, it was like low key because it was literally the very last place and no one was really paying yeah. attention. But it's kind of cool. It's like first of all, you don't really see Steph Curry dunk ever. Yeah. Um and then, you know, but to like he, he bounced it like he did Giannis and got a reverse jam. I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, I honestly didn't even notice, but um yeah, I, I had a, a great time uh for the All-Star weekend. Even the three-point contest, you know, I I I've got to say I'm not going to say, "Oh, uh uh, the underdog I, win was nice. Yeah, the underdog win was nice with uh, Joe Harris. Joe was, Harris, was yeah, his from, name the for, for, from the Nets. From the Nets, beating the the reigning champion Steph Curry. So yeah, that that's always and that's the good thing about NBA All Star Weekend is the three point contest. It's it's uh, it's always the same. Yeah, and you always know what you're going to get, and it's always exciting. I will so. say I love the three point contest. Mm-hmm. 
I would be okay if they didn't have the skills thing. Yeah. Like when they're weaving through. Yeah. And like, I'm like, ah, that's cool. And again, yeah. that's me being a little bit of a hater. But yeah, yeah I don't. I honestly, did you watch the skills thing? Yeah, I did uh, that uh, when Jason Tatum knocked that over Trey Young. Okay. That was. Did dope. they still incorporate like the old players no, in WNBA? That's why it was so awkward. Is they did the, they did um an, a legend shooting three. So it was like Del Curry, Ray Allen. And uh, two other people, mm-hmm. but they were so bad. Like I think collectively they only hit like five threes. Really? That's why it was so awkward. I was like, uh. Wow. Like look it up when we're after this. Like yeah, look yeah, up yeah. the the Hall of Fame, but it yeah. was bad. Because I, I I didn't catch the uh, skills chat. Yeah, because they all posted up at a different rack, wow. and they so they didn't even have to do the whole thing. They just yeah. had to shoot five. And I think yeah, collectively I think they maybe got like seven threes. That's really sad. And these are considered the best at their like. Yeah. Reggie Miller wasn't out there because he was calling the game. Oh, okay. But uh, other than that, it was kind of awkward. Yeah, because uh, truthfully, uh, you know, I know a lot of people said it might have said it was boring or something like that. But uh, when they incorporated an, a legendary player from from the respective teams, a current star, and then a WNBA player that was from, cool. from that that the same city, I I always had a, f- a fun time watching those. Yeah. So, so maybe if they they brought that back, I don't know if like the ratings were just terrible back when they, or it might have just been a nostalgia thing for me. Uh, but either way, I I'd say the slam dunk contest it was an off year. Yeah. You know? But I I hate when, you know whenever it's an off year. Oh, slam dunk contests are dead. I, I miss well, I Vince thought with, I thought the one that won when he did the honey dip yeah. over Shaq. Yeah. That was a great dunk. Yeah. No way. It was great. That's the thing. It, it wasn't. The greatest dunk contest we've ever seen it was no Zach Levine versus Aaron yeah, Gordon. That, 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 that was one of the best. I think I, it is I, the best. That's that's yeah yeah and uh, definitely the best um, combined performance. Yeah, I, oh, I, for I, sure. I'd say whereas like others, you know, the Vince Carter performance defines a certain yeah. year. Kobe's defines a certain year. Um, but yeah, I'd say you you know they did some pretty impressive dunks. There were no superstars that came out and did anything. Just the absolutely blows you, blew anyone's mind. And I think it's so funny. Uh-huh. The people who are criticizing the dunks are not NBA players or even good athletes, right? Because mm. they know how hard it is to do even like just a simple 360. Exactly. It's these fat, like, glasses-wearing, grease-stained on their shirt, living in their mama's basements, yeah. haven't washed their underwear or clothes, who are mm. like, oh, this one sucks. It's like, bro, you can't jump an inch off the ground. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, I mean... I, I no one has any right uh, and like you know maybe if an NBA player is like that's when I really know it wasn't that great is if mm. like Kenny Kenny Smith is like I don't yeah. know about that one chief and yeah. I'm like okay maybe it wasn't that great but if the if the NBA players who used to be able to do things like this yeah. are saying how great it is mm. it's pretty great yeah because and they give honest opinions they're yeah. they're not afraid you know they've got their like homies in the league and yeah. stuff but they're not afraid to to be critical of guys yeah. so so when they're impressed they're they're genuinely impressed um that, that's one thing I love about uh the NBA broadcasters and stuff is like those those former players uh are, are really good critics and stuff. Whereas, like, I feel like uh, this is kind of a tangent right here. Yeah. I, I just feel like NFL. Well, Tony like, Romo's a goat. Go, Tony Romo's a goat, and he gives great analysis. But yeah. I, I feel like a lot of them are just kind of like too buddy buddy with yeah. them. They're, they're not. They're too afraid to like be like, hey man, like that was kind of bad or, or whatever. But yeah. I, either way, uh, like la- Phil Sims sucked. Yeah, uh, yeah, Phil Sims was kind of bad. Now, now he's a degraded to like the booth job <laughs> yeah. back in back in the main studio. Uh, but anyways, last NBA point. So there are a lot of rumors swirling about. Uh, Kyrie and Katie already going to uh, New York to meet on the Knicks, but I guess they were seen uh, in the hallway oh, baby. Out, outside the locker room. This is like some 
high school drama type uh. stuff. They were seen out in the hallway in like the concourse area um, after the All Star game ended, like talking to each other just a really long time. Ooh. So and and you know people made tapes about them interacting and they looked just like such buddy buddy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Eric, what do you think about uh, KD <clears throat> and Kyrie? Well, eventually? I said even as a Warriors fan, I said that uh, KD is out. Okay. Like regardless, I think even you know even if they well maybe if they don't win, he has a little bit to prove. But I think, you know, that I've covered it. Like, even as a Warriors fan, that whole thing of KD never being the guy to start is going to hold him over his head forever. Yeah. He needs to go somewhere else and be the main piece and win mm-hmm. for it to be erased, right? Because the Warriors ones, like, he joined Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And even though that third one they won where it was mostly him carrying, mm-hmm. it's still going to be like, well, you didn't start it. Mm-hmm. So he's got to leave just for his thing. And I'm happy. And, like, I'm as a Warriors fan, I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, four, three, four rings in five years, mm-hmm. like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. It's been easy to be a Bay Area fan. So regardless, I don't know where he's going, but I think KD is out. Um, I think uh, they can keep Clay. They're going to keep Steph forever. But I think, you know, the Warriors, this foursome mm-hmm. is sort of done, and Draymond Green's on the decline. But KD's out regardless. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I think... New York is more and more looking like a move. Really? At first I thought it was awful, but yeah. James Dolan's thinking about selling the team. Kristaps isn't there. Clean slate, you can officially be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he'll go to L.A. I don't think mm-hmm. him and LeBron, because then he wouldn't be the guy. He yeah. wouldn't be. So I'm, I'm liking New York, and I think Kyrie, you know, uh, what, a, what a great move to, um, you know, really – shove it to Danny Ainge, like, yeah. oh, you know, because, you know, there's little rumors that maybe him and Danny Ainge don't get along well. It's like, you're going to leave Boston for their rival New York to yeah. team up with KD yeah, and suddenly shift the whole balance of power. Yeah. Not a bad look. All right. Well, um, I, for one, think that that's not going to happen. Oh. I, I just think, like, the Knicks are just set with uh, James Dolan. Like, I, there, if... Mello was like still there, still playing like how he was. They still had some backup pieces, but it's just such like a they just need to rebuild, you know, build a, have a little farm system going or something like that. Um, and that's the only way that they're going to recover because I I just don't that's just not an attractive place. Even if it's Katie and um, Kyrie teaming up, there's no guarantee they can work together. You know that. I, I I'm just I, that that's not uh, appealing to me. I'm not gonna say that happens. Uh, but we only have a few minutes left here on Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show um, here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. Eric, you know what time it is? Oh, it's about that time. I got holes. I got holes in different area codes. All right, welcome to Area Codes. This is the segment where both Eric and I choose a area code from around America to highlight a little a little sports news blip, um, you know, j- just to get get a little sense of what we're paying attention to throughout the week, give a, a fun, uh, you know, n- sports news story. So, Eric, why don't you show them how it's done? You go first. Yeah, I'm going to start us off. I'm going to be going with the area code 6 one nine. Now, 619 is the area code for downtown San Diego, where the lovely Petco Park resides. I'm a Giants fan. I love AT&T, which, well, it's not AT&T now. It's like Oracle Park. Mm. But um, 
If I wasn't a Giants fan, Petco Park would be the nicest one I've ever been to. Really, really love Petco Park. A lot of stuff to do for the fam. But that's where the San Diego Padres play. And the San Diego Padres picked up arguably one of the top five players in baseball today during free agency, mm-hmm. Manny Machado. Uh, shortstop slash third baseman, all-star, gold glove winner, um, and one of the hot commodities, him and Bryce Harper. So shout out to the Padres, who you know have been a laughing stock. But now with Machado, and they did have Eric Hosmer, the all-star first baseman that they were able to sign in free agency. Mm. So they're making some moves in free agency now, and uh, the Padres could be someone to look out in the NL West. With the Giants on the decline, the Diamondbacks now losing their players. Mm -hmm. Look out for the Padres to be competing with the Dodgers. All right. Well, that that is one of the crazier (laughs) deals, and we can dive uh, back into uh, that right after the segment. But my area code also has to pertain... Or also pertains to MLB free agency. Oh boy. Bryce Harper. Oh man, is on the the free agency block, and this is this is a take so hot oh, that, baby. that it, it might just evaporate in thin air it's because it's Mia Khalifa kind of <laughs> because it's so blasphemous. Oh God. Eric, I, I don't think you're gonna buy a single uh, second of it. Four eight zero is my area code. You know that area code. It's just a few miles yeah. up north in Phoenix. Oh no, Arizona. And that's where that's BS. where I'm saying that Bryce Harper is gonna land. Whoa! Yes, I I know I know I know. Some people it it it's kind of been fluttering around in rumors. Some people think so. Some people really don't think so. But I all I'm saying Bryce Harper is gonna be in a Diamondbacks uni- uniform come opening day. I think that's garbage. But if it happens. <laughs> And I'm back, hopefully, from Brazil. Knock on wood, hopefully. We mm-hmm. got to go to opening day. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm there. I'm there at opening day. But uh, just, uh, well, that was Area Codes. Thank you all uh, for, for listening to that segment of Area Codes, uh, where um, Eric and I choose a different area code from around America to highlight a news blip. But we'll dive into this MLB um, news a quick second before we have to sign off here. Br- Bryce Harper... Highest odds are the Philadelphia Phillies, which which ev- every, everyone keeps saying. That that's yeah. been the biggest news. Everyone's like, oh, he's he's already signed with the Phillies, basically, or something like which that. Which I don't get. What do the Phillies really have? Money. Like, <laughs> well, that, but like, not a great chance of winning. Yeah, the, and the, the thing is, they they have they do have a promising future. Like, does I, he have a tie to Philadelphia though? Like, I don't get it. I I honestly don't think yeah. he has a tie to Philadelphia. But I think other than the San Diego Padres, they have one of the more like promising farming systems. That's right. You know that, yeah. In, in the the major leagues, so that's the thing. You know, the, the Bryce Harper isn't going to sign a one year contract. That's he's going to. This is going to be a long term deal. Well, so Machado's was like ten years. Exactly ten right? years, and the, the the Padres aren't going to win <clears throat> this year. That's they're, true. they're probably not going to make the playoffs with even with Machado this year. They are a bad uh, team right now, but they have the Padres have the best farming system. They do in. Uh, the major leagues, so you know he's investing in his future. He th- he hopes these guys will come up and they will, <coughs> you know, together uh, cl- climb up and. And Machado and himself is still young. Also. Exactly, that's the thing. He's a very young guy. He's still approaching his prime and is already one of the better infielders in baseball. But uh, yeah, Bryce Harper. I think it's the same thought process yeah. with the, with the Phillies. That's why you know the Yankees are still kind of on the board to get mm-hmm. Harper, but you know. That they're more of a, you know, we have, you know, enough people now. They just need Harper to carry him over the, the edge. I'm surprised. I, I really thought that the Yankees were going to get them both. Like, and then have yeah. that Judge, Harper, Machado, yeah. uh, Giancarlo, 
Yeah. Throw in DD just for fun. Like, yeah, that's Sanchez. Rude. Sanchez, yeah, that's true. But maybe now they're just like, honestly, even though we're the Yankees, like even their money's going to yeah, run out eventually. exactly. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that actually puts the Yankees in an interesting spot uh, yeah. uh, coming up for the rest of the year. So, uh, yeah, there. I guess those are our hot takes for MLB. Anything else, Eric? Uh, I, I'm I'm about ready to go. All right, all right. Well, uh, for the last segment of the day, on this day in sports history, Eric, um, today in sports history, I I feel like this was our on this day in sports history and one of our first ever really? on this days. It's we've come but, a year. Yeah, it's come I, a cycle. Exactly. Uh, in on this day in 1998. Uh, the U.S. hockey team destroyed their rooms at Olympic Village in We Japan. did do this one. Yeah. yeah, we did this one. Yeah, so this time I, I actually did like a little bit of research because I was like, this looks familiar. So in the 1998 Winter Games, uh, that was one of the worst years in U.S. hockey history. Yeah. It was, it was full of a bunch of uh, – It's a, this article, uh, courtesy of Vice Sports, says, um, a bunch of drunk, angry adult babies. <laughs> And and you know and was this was right after our Miracle on Ice season in '85. No, this is 1998. Oh, so, oh, oh, so sorry. This is, yeah, no, so this is actually decades out. You yeah. know, I, I let that. Um, I thought that you said '88. Okay, no, '98. Okay, so it said basically this: the U.S. Uh, born team was just full of college kids and you know nobodies who yeah. were like they only had one win and it was against like uh, one of the smallest countries in the in the world, Belarusia. Belarus, that sucks. Belarus, yeah, Belarus, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that that sucks. That's on this day in sports history that that team destroyed their apartments in uh, Olympic Village in Japan. Yeah. Screw those guys. Yeah. Not my home. Yeah. Oh. oh. Never mind. Never mind. All right, Eric. Do you want to sign us off? Absolutely. Thank you for hanging with us, Wildcats. We're almost through this uh, freakishly cold storm, but we're going to make it. Um, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate all the dedicated support, whether it be live on camp.arizona.eu or 1570 AM or on any of our podcasting platforms. We really appreciate y'all. Um, hey, spring break's coming up. Don't be silly and be safe. Have a great spring break. We'll catch you next week on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show.